Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh, yeah. They've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the ZABEcast. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE. That's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo at checkout. It's a $30 value and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Today on the ZabeCast, a sobering reminder that nothing is promised in life, even when you are the son of the so-called chosen one. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk about the perils of putting out dirty laundry on Facebook, plus things men can and can't do comfortably with each other. All that plus a cheating story in golf that might be the worst I've ever heard. Your bonus hour of Uncensored Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! (laughs) Here we go! Wednesday, July 26, 2023. Thank you for downloading. We have got a crackerjack of a show set for you today. Awful, sobering, stunning news out of L.A. Bronny James collapses, heart attack, in practice on Monday, rushed to the hospital, was taken care of and has survived this incident, has been taken out of the ICU. His condition is stable, but holy shit. Stunning. Sobering. Generally speaking, this stuff just doesn't happen. Absolutely fit 18-year-old kids don't get near-fatal or fatal heart attacks. Now, sometimes overweight kids or... Kids playing football that are big husky linemen, working out in 100-degree heat. But this is quite the anomaly. Now, it doesn't mean it never happens. Two famous basketball players, of course, died on the court. 
That would be Reggie Lewis of the Boston Celtics, who had had a previous heart incident, went doctor shopping to get approved to go back to playing, and then collapsed again and died. There was also suspicions that he might have been using cocaine, was asked to take a cocaine test by his doctor, refused. Nobody really knows for sure whether that played a part in it. Hank Gathers, meanwhile, had myocarditis. That had been undisclosed, or undiagnosed, I should say, at the time. And he collapsed and died on the court for Loyola Marymount. What happened to Bronny James? What conditions does he have? We don't know. We may never know. I'd be willing to bet we won't fully know. And the question will be then, how hard will LeBron James push for answers? And if he finds answers that go against the narrative, how much will LeBron James speak up in this very moment? Because we're talking about a probably a potential $800 million plus NBA career that is in serious jeopardy right now. Now, thank God Bronny James is alive. But we don't know what happened. We don't know what caused it. But we don't know this. We do know this. The CDC has admitted that the COVID vaccine does cause, in some cases, risk of myocarditis for young males. But they are quick to say, but it's very rare and usually mild. Very rare and usually mild. Well, I wonder how you want to define, quote, very rare and what would be very mild. Now, a librarian would say, probably to Bronny James that doesn't understand sports or the NBA or his talent or his father, ah, well, you know, you survived. I mean, you didn't die. You're going to be fine. They'll put you on some medication for this. You're going to live a nice long life. What's the problem? See, mild. (laughs) It was mild. What cannot be said and what will not be said, because it is too dangerous to be said, it's the truth that must never see the light of day. And that is, it was a junk pharmaceutical product that got the biggest push in the history of civilization. Every country, every government, all the the media aligned, almost chanting, get the COVID vaccine. They made dance routines about it on late night TV shows. They can't say, oh shit, looks like the COVID vaccine because Bronny James was uh, vaccinated and boosted twice. Looks like the COVID vaccine probably caused his myocarditis that caused him to collapse on the court. And now we think because of it, he has damage to his heart, really can't play basketball. Oh well, who do we sue? Where do we start? That truth can't ever get out. It's too many people that are at risk of too much, too much money, too many lawsuits, too many governments to fall, too many people that could be possibly going to jail. It cannot be true. Now, it might not have been vaccine-related. Who knows? Of course, the first line of defense is, for those excusing this shoddy product that was rushed out, that didn't work, and is way more dangerous for a drug to be approved in this country than almost any other drug, It's still, overall, the risk is still pretty darn small 
but it's several times higher than what we would ever approve. And they pushed it and jammed it into billions of people. But we know this, the media is not going to press hard to find out the truth because they're in on this as well. Man, oh man, that sucks. I'm not a huge LeBron James fan. Nobody would wish this on anybody. I am heartbroken for young Bronny James, who was really the designated prince, the would-be heir to the throne. Would he have been as good as his dad or close? Eh, probably not. His dad's maybe the greatest of all time, or number two. But I know this, I would have loved to have seen it. I do want LeBron James, I want Bronny James to get healthy, and I hope that LeBron, if he finds out, yeah, this was the thing and it's a problem and someone's got to speak, someone's got to step up who knows they can't get canceled and speak the truth. If LeBron James, if this were the case and it's not Commodio Cordis, then LeBron James would be the biggest hero I've ever known in my lifetime as an athlete. He would be my generation's Muhammad Ali who stood up against the Vietnam War. I'm not expecting it to happen, though. I was going to say the first line of defense is, well, you know, it can cause myocarditis in young males, but, you know, it's very rare, and it's usually mild. The backup defense is, oh, no, it wasn't the, co- it wasn't the vaccine that caused the myocarditis. No, no, it was, it was exposure to COVID. It was catching COVID. See, that's what did it. Oh, really? Do you have anything to back this up? Studies, data, double-controlled trials and tests and research papers? Oh, you don't. Oh, that's just a hunch, huh? Okay. Anyhow, Godspeed to LeBron James and his family, and I hope a full recovery for Bronny James, and I hope he can resume his basketball career. But at this point, who knows? It doesn't look great. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Not, not, no Hello. Hello, Jay. How are you, my friend? La, la, la. Fine. La, la, la. I've got good stuff for you today, but I'm going to start with a master class in why I am not on Facebook. And I'm going to start with FTG, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I got a doozy for you. I think you're going to like it. But uh, then we're going to segue into other items, including... Aaron Rodgers getting his jewelry from Sauce Gardner and a warrant sighting at a county fair. Yeah. Oh, heaven is a place on earth? Yeah, and cherry pie. (laughs) So we got a lot to get to. Plus, I know you got some stuff as well. So let's get after it, everybody. You know this uh, board I use when I'm in Milwaukee? This Tascam Mixcam Pro has definitely better preamps, Jay. And it sounds so good. It makes it so that any jackhole can do a podcast. It's well, so good. I don't know if but it then, makes... But I don't then know you have it, to put content behind that. Well, that's true. I don't know if it makes yeah. my, my voice sound much better, but I know it's it, the music is, I guess, what I meant. That's why I pushed up the levels there on Notorious just to soak it in because I'm like, God damn, this sounds good in my ear. Okay, so let's start with this. Why am I not on Facebook? Well, a lot of different reasons. First of all, it's very cluttered, in my opinion. I don't like how it looks. It's another digital garden that I have to weed and mulch and care for and adjust settings who can see what and respond to friend requests and everything else. It inevitably involves people with their political and or socioeconomic opinions that I didn't ask for. It also has my peers and their 
way better than my fucking family photos from their <laughs> <laughs> from their trips to insert glorious places here Bora Bora Italy the Swiss Alps etc so that's good fuck uh, and I don't want to be fuck my friends <clears throat> from high school but I'm a petty jealous insecure man so I know stay away from it but there's another reason why I stay off of Facebook for some reason Facebook seems to be the place where some people think is a good place to go out and hang some dirty fucking laundry and put that dirty laundry out in the street. Whether okay. or not I'm, in, I'm interested now. Whether, whether or not it's true <laughs> doesn't matter. They feel like, oh, yeah, this is a good place to go air this grievance. Okay? So with, okay. That, as a, with that as a preamble, let's get to the meat of it. So I played a wonderful golf course on Sunday, Aaron Hill, site of the 2017 United States Open, won by Brooks Kepka, his first major of many more to come, right? And we got, uh, we drew as a caddy, me and Big Mike, my buddy, uh, a young Chloe, a gal who was a senior at Madison, at UW-Madison, and she played high school golf, but doesn't golf anymore in college, but is a also played soccer and dance, and she is a business major, sharp gal, funny gal, spunky gal, a good enough caddy, more on that in a second, and she was our caddy. We typically like to get the college gals who are caddies at Aaron Hills because they're a lot of fun, and, you know, it just is better than an average dude caddy, right? Right. So we get her, and I, I deliver, by the way, the lightest bag you're ever going to get. Not because I knew it was a girl and she's petite, but just whoever I was going to get as caddy, I didn't know who I'd get. I said, okay, I know this is a a double bag round. Let me make my bag as light as possible. I had 14 clubs, six golf balls, Jay, 10 wooden tees, a spare glove, and my wallet. Oh, and my car keys. That's it. Very light. That's a light bag, right? a light bag. I also was able to keep the ball in play nicely so that my caddy, Chloe, only had to step off of the fairway or short rough and into the deeper rough three times for the so entire you're not, round. You're not Al Cervic. Anybody under 40, look up, <laughs> look up who Al Cervic is. Right, exactly. That said, so we start down the first fairway, and I hit two good shots on the par five, and the first, and the third, and the first little interesting moment between me and Chloe was on the third shot to the first green. I was 50 yards out, Jay, and I took out putter. Putter from 50 yards, but it was a tightly mown, downhill sloping shot, and I had been hitting my wedges like such ass this year that the last thing I wanted was a half wedge, delicate half wedge, off a tight fairway lie to a downhill sloping away from me green where I was either going to skull it or chub it. So what do you do? Hit putter. So I slap a putter, and it rolls and trundles and rolls and trundles. Gets to like 10 feet. Great shot, right? (laughs) Chloe, instead of saying, great shot, says with a laugh, you're ridiculous. (laughs) And I'm like, Meaning you're you're great or you're just ridiculous? I don't know. It was just sort of odd. And I laughed, and I said, come on. you never seen anyone do that before? No big deal. Thought it was funny. The better incident came on the third hole. Pipe a drive down the middle, and I'm looking at an uphill shot for my second. There's a bunker that's fronting the green, obscuring really where the pin is behind it. And I'm like, 
okay, it's 145 up there, but isn't there a backstop where there's a sort of a ridge behind the, the pin? You know, I, I seem to remember that on this hole. And I didn't wait long enough for her answer. She was talking about something else. And so I did a bit of a, of a, of a you know, a dumb, dumb man thing. And I quickly turned to Mike, who's played Aaron Hills a number of times. I go, Mikey, there's a ridge behind that pin, isn't there? <laughs> Chloe snaps her head and looks at me with a death stare and says, is this the kind of day we're going to have today? Ooh. That seems a little bit... <laughs> and I, la- I, I instantly realized my faux pas. She'd been caddying there for four years. She knows every goddamn corner and nook of that course. It was me not mansplaining, but man-asking. Right. Where I didn't get the answer immediately, and I didn't wait for a second. <laughs> and then I went be like, okay, you don't know anything about this course. Hey, Mike, is there... And so she looked at me like that, and I laughed. I go, okay, all right, that was out of bounds. That was out of bounds. All right, we good now, you know, and so we laughed it off. No problem. We get to the back nine, and I had shot three over on the front. I had a good good round. You know, broke 40 on the front, 39 on the front, hit a drive down the middle on number 10, and we're into a howling wind. It's a long, brutal par four, and I'm 220 into the wind, and I decide, Jay, I'm going for it. So I, I reach back with my <laughs> three wood, and I take the mightiest of lashes, and I top the living shit out of the ball oh chloe's got one for you now no she didn't say anything and it certainly wasn't her fault but that was what sent the round spiraling for whatever reason that was the that was the virus that got into me and it was bad after that so next hole makes bogey next tee we have to wait forever because somehow play has completely ground to a halt it was one of those stoppages where you're on the tee and you're lying down on the grass because there's nowhere else to wait. Good 10, 15-minute wait. I'm kind of steaming. Another double bogey on two good swings, but just put myself on the bat in a wrong spot. A ball was in a hole, couldn't get out. Next hole, par three, pin is in this impossible front left tabletop of the green with a swale behind it, a runoff on the front, big bunker on the left, and I just hit... A good seven iron that was tugged a little bit, but went 10 feet too far left into the bunker. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, all right, it's a bunker shot. No big deal. But I get up to it, and I realize this bunker is this sweeping bunker, 20, 30 feet wide, that goes upwards away from the hole, right? Up into the hillside. So that you're now, you've got a downhill bunker shot in the sand. And I'm like, fuck, okay, this is not a good spot. And the pin is now, it's still on that little front tabletop, right? And it should have just been splash it out anywhere on the green, two putt for bogey, and let's keep her moving. But somehow, Jay, I got delusions of grandeur. Somehow (laughs) I thought, you know what? I'm fucking going to show my partners what I'm all about. So Let's go, Tim Cop. Let's go. So I tried this delicate little cut fluffer that was going to hop and skip and stop up on the top of the ridge. And I could even hear my partners now going, wow, great shot. Narrator. Stuffed it. (laughs) Narrator. In fact, he left it in the bunker trying (laughs) to be too cute. And his troubles on the whole were about to multiply. And hopefully Chloe gave you shit for days. <laughs> Wasn't her, per se. Oh, okay. 
splash out for three, bad lag up to the top of the hill for four, missed putt too strong right for five, yip comeback for six, tap in for seven. That's a quadruple bogey that, as they said in Anchorman, whew, that jumped up. Yeah, that, that got out <laughs> of hand got, in a hurry. That escalated quickly. That escalated quickly, didn't it? At this point, I have, I'm have i summoning the calm and the serenity of a monk to keep from going ballistic because I also have a $100 wager with a guy in our group, and it's stroke play, and so I have now squandered four shots on a par three. Ridiculous, right? All I do walking back to the bag and on the way to the next tee was I half flip my putter up against the bag, like leaning against the bag. And I think it hit the bag and bounced off and fell to the ground. That was it. Walk to the next tee. I'm letting the steam come out of my ears. I'm going in a deep, silent mode to process my feelings. Don't cuss. Don't slam any clubs. Don't have any temper tantrums. Play to the rest of the round. Somehow screw it together to make a couple bogeys, a couple pars. We're done. I thank Chloe for a wonderful day. She was funny. She was sassy. She was interesting. And she was not a terrible caddy, um, especially because she'd been only doing it for four years. I've been playing golf my whole life, Jay. So, of course, some of her reads on putts were not necessarily the best. But I go into that knowing that, right? Yes. I hand her $100 for her tip. This is on top of the $58 that they charge you for a caddy maintenance or, or a caddy administrator fee in the pro shop. So the recommended gratuity to the caddy is $65. I gave her $100. Thanked her. Seemingly everything was cool. Thought everything was Uh-oh. cool. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and, and as Paul Harvey would say. And now. And now the, the rest, rest of the story. the story. So. As I said, here's why I'm not on Facebook. People think it's a great place to go put your shit out in the street. And not just your shit, shit that you weren't even a party to. So Solly posts on the Zabe Facebook fan page, I think this is. He posts, hey, you know, tomorrow Zabe is coming on our podcast, the Lynn Murray Solly podcast. Someone responded, a gentleman by the name of Brad Grzynski, more on him in a second, the following, not surprised related, my niece caddied for Zabe today at Aaron Hills. Oh, God. She didn't come away too impressed. Oh, God. Pretty arrogant. Staring down a seven on a par three, throws his putter and makes her go fetch. The only part of that from Brad Grzynski that's correct and true is the seven. The rest is a bald-faced fucking lie. Now, I've got witnesses that saw me with the restraint of a monk. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. Uh, I should just let it go. Well, I'm, I'm letting it go in the way I let it go. See, this is what I have. This is my forum. You want to put this, first of all, Okay, Chloe does deserve a little bit of a demerit here. When somebody asks, how was this person? If they're a notable person, whether it's a low-level radio clown like me or perhaps a CEO of Citibank, there should be some caddy client privilege. Yeah? Right. Yeah, it was fine. 
Yeah, I had a good time. Or, you know what? Uh, it, it, the round went fine. Uh, we, don't, we don't really talk about what went on out there. It's not a big deal. It's possible that Chloe's description of what happened was far less than what Brad Grzynski, her uncle, took it to be. Possible. I don't know. Or maybe it was worse. She might have told quite a whopper of a story because, I don't know, maybe she was having a bad day. I don't know. You don't know. But I know this. Why the fuck are you, Brad Grzynski, putting your dirty laundry, which isn't even yours, out in the street when you weren't there and you don't know what the fuck happened or the totality of the day that I just described? I remain a fan of young Chloe's. I thought she had good sass, was a good caddy, which is a hard job for the most part. And yeah, sorry I flipped my putter against my bag and it fell to the ground. But this is why I'm not on Facebook. I just don't get it. So one of the guys in our group decided to jump in because he got sent word of this. He couldn't believe it. He goes, wait a minute. These are your fans who are motherfucking you like this, slandering you like this? And he says, if you think Zabe's such a tool, why does this Facebook page exist and why do you listen to his show? I'm new to this page, so I'm just honestly asking. And a guy by the name of John Jr. Truden says, hey, listen here, new guy. We'll judge who we want and save his family so we can love him and judge him just like regular families do. Either talk some smack about him or shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is the line that what you just, this is the line that I have never been able to navigate with listeners. Uh, Case in point. Really, I'm great. So remember that that uh, Reddit I told you about. Oh with, uh, well, that's the, the thing. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm you're killing me here. No, I'm getting funny. Just hold, <laughs> just, please, just hold for a second. I'm just, being funny. <laughs> <laughs> so so when so when JB said, I can't believe these fuckers are fans of yours and they're they're slandering you out here. I go, oh, that's the Facebook page. I said, the Reddit neighborhood's even worse. But, but and, and so there's one dickhead who puts in there, I have a love-hate relationship with Jay. We have no relationship. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you. You fucking don't know me. So that's it. We don't have a love-hate anything. Fuck you. I don't know you. And that's the stuff that I can't navigate. I, you, your listeners, I love that you guys listen. And it's awesome. But when Zayn and I are talking and doing stuff, and this is from Don and Mike, this is like Greyhound. Leave the driving to us. <laughs> Shut up and listen. That's it. I don't need your. I don't need your. What about? I don't need your. Try this. Just enjoy it and shut up. That's it. I'm done. There you go. Is that too much? No. I, but I can't. I can't navigate the the listeners. I, I don't. We're not buddies. You listen. I talk. You, I entertain you. You laugh. Yeah. But well, don't, sit don't, there. Don't, don't, sit there. Crisscross applesauce on the floor and watch the show. Hey. Right. I, I don't come down to your job and kick the dicks out of your mouth. And so, okay. So anyhow, I get an email tonight as I get home, and it's from one Brad Grudzinski. Oh, God. Who I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, 
I'm seeing this on Facebook. I'm like, Brad Grzynski, I've emailed him back and forth. I swear he's been at some of my events, maybe golf tournaments. I don't know if I could pick him out of the Osmond family photo, but, you know, I, like, why, is he's a, why is he fucking slandering me like this? And an email from him saying, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry, Zay, but I need to request a refund on the Bloody Horns entry for our team because uh, they're going to be back at college by the time you do the rainout date, which is at the end of August. As it turns out, that young Chloe was going to play in my Bloody Horns golf tournament, but it got rained out. And that was, I guess, his niece. I guess he footed the bill for them to play in the event. And so I texted my boy JP. I go, what do you think I should tell Brad? And he couldn't believe it. He goes, tell him to fuck off. You're keeping his money. And I said, That's I'm not, right. I said, I am not going to do that because, A, I don't want a guy's money like that. B, he's probably now going to hear this and go, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe I did go too far. Maybe I didn't hear the full scope of the story. And C, I'm just not going to roll that way. But I am going to talk about it on my podcast because it is good yes. content material. And it just should be a reminder. This is a lesson. Every time you think it's a good idea to go to Facebook, a public forum with your name attached to it, that's why Facebook's more dangerous, Jay, because unlike Twitter, which, by the way, how you like the new X logo. <clears throat> the, the, new, the new what? The new, X, the new X logo that uh, what, what Elon is Musk is rolling out for Twitter. You don't know this? I don't know this. Oh, yeah, the blue birdie's going away. Oh, going to okay. be X. Right. So, well, I, won't, I won't be that either. Yeah, okay. So... The thing about Twitter is there's so many people that are anonymous, so many burner accounts. Facebook, you can have a burner or a fake account, but I think it's a bit harder. Facebook, people tend to really put their name to it. So I think what happens is people believe shit on Facebook more because there's more trust baked into the platform. Does that make sense? I guess. A bit more. Uh, You should still be completely skeptical of it. Not just because it could be a fake or a secondary or a burner account, but also because everyone's interpretations and recollections of an incident or an event differ. And even if we were both at the same event, we could have looked at it differently. But I had no bones. Uh, I had no bones. No, I'm thinking about it. You might be. I think you're right about that. Yes. I had no bones with young Chloe. I enjoyed her company, she did a very nice job, all things considered, and I took her assassin stride. Oh, by the way, so after I putted it from 50 yards off the green, we get to another hole where I'm also 20 yards off the green with a long putt, and she grabs the putter and says, you're going to putt this, right? Because that's what you do. And I laughed so hard. I go, yep, that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I do. I don't like to chip if I don't have to chip. I found that to be funny. But anyway, so there's my fuck fuck that guy, Brad Grzynski. Congratulations. You can go run to Facebook now and say, I can't believe Zay made me the fuck that guy on Facebook. But that's the perils of What site is this again just so I can look? It's like a Zabecast fan page. No, I didn't know there was one. Okay, so now that I can go f people even more. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I have I have thrown clubs. I have cussed. I have acted poorly on the golf course. I did not in this particular incident instance instance. And I made the fucking seven honest seven. Got out of hand in a hurry. Shit happens. Okay, 
That said, Jay, where do you want to start today? Why don't you do an FTG for the woman in Georgia, I believe, who claimed she was abducted on the side of the road? I, I thought that was Texas. Okay, was Texas. Texas or Georgia? I don't know. It was one of them southern-ass states. Okay, I will say this, Jabe. Would I? I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? She's kind of, have you, have you seen her? She's a little, mm, little, I, little thick and sexy. Maybe I'm looking at. Maybe you have a different picture. <laughs> Car, uh, is it Carly? Right. Is it, hold on, hold on. Give me the name again. Car, Carly. Oh, here it is. Hey, wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to find a picture because I Carly saw one. Simon. No. Carly Russell. <laughs> Carly Simon. <laughs> would you, would you Carly Simon right now, not even knowing what she looks like? Okay. I used to be a big Carly Simon fan. In the, in the eight, now I'm going to say no because I think she has those genes that once they hit late, they just go. Uh, so uh, this woman claimed yes. to have been abducted at the side of the road. Yes. And it turned out to be one big lie, and she yes. could be going to jail. Give me more details on this. Well, not only was she – she said – the story was she stopped on the side of the road because she saw a baby – Running on the road, <laughs> a baby running. A, ba- a baby, <laughs> a baby, what a baby. What? How, how, how old is it before babies start putting their cardio work in? <laughs> so, <laughs> so she stopped, and then the off, and then they said that was the last time that anyone had heard from her. That after she made that call, and then it was like three days later. Oh, she's here again. Okay, so what's the big deal? Well, it's the Jesse uh, Smollett. Did she blame her abduction on white men? She hasn't yet. I'm oh, waiting she for hasn't that, yet. Though. You're waiting for that. She, she's got that card. Did she's she got jeopardize, that card to play? Should she? Did she jeopardize a child? Uh, no, she just she just said I lied. But we're waiting for the reason. I, did I don't she know launch? The did she launch some kind of uh, concerted manhunt for a baby doing cardio no. work? Doing no. road work at, at no. 18 months old? No. <laughs> Imagine how freaked out you would be if you saw literally a baby about 18 months old that could normally hey, barely I walk, been... and, it would, and it was jogging down the street. Uh, I got to give a 911 short, call for that. Full sweat, full sweat, shorts, and a little headband. <laughs> and you're like, is that a baby? <laughs> Putting in road work? What the fuck? Well, okay. no, I, I got a little bit 911 call for that. What's your emergency? Uh, there was a baby doing uh, uh, 40 40s uh, on, the, on the highway, 41 40, 40, uh, 40 off. Uh, come is, again, uh, sir. I, I don't understand what you're saying. It's a baby. Is it in a stroller? Road work. Is it no. in a ca- ca- I'm sorry. One more time. This is a baby that's part of a road crew that you said yeah. is resurfacing. What's going on? Dressed like uh, Richard Simmons. A baby running on the sidewalk. Okay, nobody. This dispatch. Let's get units on on command. Uh, so, story that we're gonna we're gonna be down there. We're calling TMZ as well as well as uh, a <laughs> couple of the news crews. All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, so okay, so I'm I'm confused as to what's the big deal. I I, I she lied. She got caught. That's the, but it is the, it, like I said, so, it's the old Jesse Smollett. Well, but she know. hasn't, she hasn't claimed, she hasn't claimed to be a victim of a race crime. No. I hate she didn't crime. say she, she didn't say she was raped. 
Just said I was abducted. I mean, look, how long was she gone, by the way? Like three days, like Jesus. Okay. Guess what? She needed some time by herself. I guess. What's the best way to tell the world and people in your life, I'm going to be away for a few days. Don't call me. How do you okay, so how do you how do you pull that <laughs> off exactly in a way that you, doesn't piss people off? Do you remember when Olivia Newton-John's husband literally faked his death? No. That story happened. I don't doubt it. People do fake their deaths, deaths for insurance purposes and other reasons. I I just that, that you need to get away so bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, some people would like to fake die and then reappear somewhere else under a new name, new look, and start their life literally over again if they could. Like Jeff Galuli. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Jeff Galuli. What, what was his alternate name when he researched? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. I, I know. I know That's that, bad on my part. I, I know. know that Shane Stant was the baton wielder. Shane <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. What was the guy, the, the, um, the, the big guy who was like the bodyguard? Eckhart? Oh. Sean Eckert. Oh Sean Eckert. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Eckert. Uh, Sean Eckert, uh, Shane Stant, and Jeff Galuli. Jeff Galuli, the three wise men. There are some names you just don't forget. No, never, oh, you never, never forget some this, yeah. some names. You're just I don't know why that is so hardwired into my memory. But yeah, so she wanted to get away for a couple of days. It's like Southwest commercial. Want to get away? <laughs> yeah, I do. So actually. you see a baby on the side of the road. I talked briefly about the LeBron story, the Bronny James story. It's just a stunner. Harrowing. It's a dagger. It's sobering. Harrowing. Um, harrowing. You know, obviously, you only care about his overall health. But it's inevitable that as sports fans, you don't zoom ahead and go, is he going to still have a basketball career? Uh, I, okay. As, as someone who suffered a – and okay, mine was minor. I don't believe there is such a thing as minor. No, minor heart attacks are what happened to other people. <laughs> when you have one, it's a Fred Sanford special. Well, oh, I, I, where is it? Where is it? The big one. What? Every time I every time I go to an appointment, they got they they have this like the uh, what when you had it says minor heart episode. I'm like, what minor to me? Yeah, minor. <laughs> what minor? But right. I hope he doesn't play bad. I, I really hope he just spends all his dad's money. Because it ain't worth it, but he might try. Well, wait a minute. I, I just see Hank Gathers. I just always see Hank Gathers. Well, I mentioned Hank Gathers had myocarditis that was undiagnosed. Yeah. They actually sued the hospital for $44 million or something like that, and they got about one point five, according to Wikipedia. The Reggie Lewis one was more complicated because he had an incident before and went doctor shopping to get cleared again. And found one guy, yeah. Yeah, uh, Dr. Nick Riviera. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you play basketball, <laughs> and then he died. And uh, there was also allegations or suspicions of cocaine use. You didn't test that for was, cocaine back was, in the day. There was, back yeah. in the day, there was whispers. Yeah. Oh, and, Bryce, Har- Bryce Harper just launched one. Okay. 2-2, Orioles and Phillies. Sorry. Okay. Um, update says the podcast goes on. The other uh, the other complicating or the the other thing that I'm thinking about in the wake of this is, you know, Demar Hamlin's back playing football, and they said his was commodio cordis, and okay, that's what the doctors say, oh. but God forbid, there's something else going on there. I just, you know, you don't know, man. 
So as far as Bronny James goes, so we're talking about what? A potential $800 million career if he made the NBA? Mm-hmm. The way salaries go. Okay. Jalen Brown with a new high watermark in the NBA, a $63 million a year annual salary on his new. And can't dribble a lick. <laughs> right. What does it say about the league that he's the new king of high watermark salaries? And that Saquon Barkley only gets only gets ten million, eleven million dollars. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Shoot more hoops in high school. <laughs> it's okay to like football. Don't like it too much, though. Just dabble in football. And then Baseball you get your first basketball. Right. That's what you should be playing. Like, don't you think if Saquon Barkley had really dug into basketball? He probably would have been NBA worthy. That athletes, that the, the the natural athletes who just have it, you know, when they apply themselves to something, they reach a certain level. They showed um, uh, AJ Brown and um, Jalen Hurts taking BP with the Phillies. AJ Brown hitting bombs. Really, Jalen Jalen Hurts hitting deep bombs, and I'm like, that's an athlete. That those are athletes. I've seen them do two different things. I heard somebody call Michael Phelps an athlete. I saw Michael Phelps try to throw a football, Zabe. It was the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I've ever seen. I saw, I saw I saw John Bone Jones try to catch and throw a baseball. And I wanted to giggle, but he then might have taken me <laughs> and kicked the shit out of me. Beat the shit so out I, of me. I always say Michael Phelps, a guy who could swim. John Jones, a guy who can fuck you up but they're not athletes. Yeah, I think there's a basic athlete test which is Yes. Yes. Can, can you throw us yes. can you throw a spiral over 30 yards roughly yes. on target? Can yes. you deliver a baseball to a catcher without yes. bouncing it from 60 feet 6 inches? Yes. Can you shoot a unguarded three-pointer in an empty gym by yourself? I'm going to give you all those. I am going to give you those yes. Yeah, that that would all be the basic test. Is there yeah. anything else in there? Uh, hit a, hit a baseball in a batting cage where they're at least throwing sixty something like that. Okay, uh, I remember the. Uh, I think we talked about it, the home run hitting contest from '94, and they had uh, celebrities. And I'm putting air quotes. If you would have seen Patrick Ewing trying to swing a bat, it was embarrassing. Yeah, and I was like, why? This this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. It it was bad. So let's talk music for a second. I went to the Waukesha County Fair the other night in good old Waukesha, Wisconsin. <laughs> and county well, fairs county fairs are a interesting creature. They exist all over the world, right? Yes. And all over the country. And you know, it's the basic thing: musical act, bunch of fried food and trailers, couple of rides, arts and crafts. You know, parade, who knows what else. Bing, bang, boom. Charge some money to park. Charge some money to get in. Raise some money, whatever. Playing the main stage was Warrant, the band that pioneered such hits as Heaven Isn't Too Far Away and Cherry Pie. And I thought to myself, okay, these guys were huge in the early 80s, right? Or they were pretty big, at least. They were. They, they were though. They were. They were big. They were like stadium teams. worthy, yeah. weren't they? They were playing in stadiums as headliners. I they think they might have been. Yeah, they, they might have been. And that was that was that was forty years ago. 
And how sad is it? Yes. I felt sad seeing them up there. Yet at the same time, I realized everyone makes their own economic decisions such as, well, we can sit at home and not be warrant, or we could take five grand a piece to go play in a field in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Let's go. Everybody can't be you too. Right. Right. So so basically then what is your threshold if you were one of these acts? What would what would be your threshold? What would I say? Like what's your monetary threshold to go do something like this? If I was a big gotta be fifteen. Okay. Fifteen K. <laughs> if I remember the correctly, the blonde in the video is Bobby Brown. Was that her name? I will uh, find out who it is right now as I let this play. Okay. Who was the blonde in Cherry Pie video? Goddamn, Jay. Bobby Jean Brown. She was the thing for a minute just because of this video. American actress, model, and former beauty pageant contestant. There's a photo of her, maybe in her mid-30s, where she's even hotter than she was in this video. She, again, she was a thing for a minute. And I'm not mad at her. So what's the best band that you've seen somewhere where you were embarrassed for them? Like, I can't uh, believe you guys took whatever they're paying you to go play here. I'm so glad. About three years ago, uh, they used to hold this thing at the, down at the Inner Harbor, and the Spin Doctors <laughs> were playing. And it was, it, it was probably 60 people. The Spin Doctors. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Two princes. How many times you heard that? <laughs> Little Miss can't be wrong. In 94, 95, 93. Right. And they were huge, and they were playing in front of 60 people. Yeah. There you go. Now, they were at Summerfest, but at least Summerfest is a bunch of different stages. It's a lot of musical acts, so it's easier to take the money for that gig, you're not in a field out at some county fair sniffing waffle cones. Right. I also saw, do you know that I saw live uh, none other than Debbie Gibson at Summerfest? I can't get angry about that. (laughs) She's still out there knocking out her tunes and some (laughs) new stuff she's been working on. Nobody cares about our new stuff. That's the stuff. That's the stuff that I always, always uh, give the side eye when people like. I have a. There's a hip hop artist named uh, Rakim. Love him more than anything. Rakim. Rakim. He's like one of the goats. Got it. But he is. He he does this thing. He wants to play his new music, and I want to tell him, Rakim. Nobody gives a fuck about your new shit. We want to hear the president one more time. So yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can call our guy Glenn Eunice right now. 
because I got one oh, thing yeah. I got to ask him uh, and see uh, what he's up to. Your call has been forwarded to an automated oh. voice messaging system. Doggone it. Jay, he's not available right now. That dick bag. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask him I about... I haven't talked to G-Dog in a while. I know. I was going to ask him about the Aaron Rodgers necklace. Do you have a thought or two on the Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. necklace that was given to him by one Sauce Gardner? You had a question to me. You said, is it ever acceptable <laughs> for a man to put a necklace on another man? And I said, I'm going to give you the answer on the podcast. The only time that is acceptable is on stage in front of 65,000 people where Jay-Z gives me a Rockefeller necklace and I'm part of Rock Nation. That's the only time it is acceptable for one man to put a necklace on another man. Other than that, no. I said a war medal, of course. I said a gold medal at a sporting event, no problem. I said... Trying to think what other things you could put around a man's neck that would be not awkward and weird. And no, don't do that. And there wasn't very many. I then started going through the list of things like, what about another man put, applying sunscreen on you? Which happened? <laughs> Which happened? I'm going to call Stern. I want to call Glenn once and for all. I want this on the table and I want everybody, yes. This this happened. That just happened. That just happened. (laughs) So when did that happen? You were coming back from golf. It was a weekday, of course, because we were there. And Glenn put lotion on your back. Oh, my God. Because you had something. (laughs) I don't know what. I don't remember that. This happened. I'm not. Okay. Scott, about, Scott Lynn will also remember this. Also. All right. How about? Is it acceptable for a man to ever share a bed nope. with another man in a hotel? Well, hotel, you get stuck with one queen bed. Tough luck, boys. Nah. Does I'm one gonna, guy? Does one guy have to be above the covers? The other guy under the covers? I shared a room with one account. I didn't see him much, okay. so I can't. Did you? No, did I, one of us? Did one of you sleep on the uh, floor? I don't. One account. If you're listening, let me know if we had. We, I think we had separate beds. Okay. We just never saw each other. It was you just running in different circles. Okay. So yeah. All right. How about have a man-to-man dinner, but sit catty corner at the table? That, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's because it might be catty crowded. corner. But it might be that might be the only no, thing. No, no. Okay. All right. Super How about this gay one? adjacent. Can men, if there is a buffer on either side of them, can two men sit in a movie theater together <laughs> ne- right next to each other? <laughs> the so-called homo seat? No homo. Yes. God yes. bless there, all people of there, all stripes and sexual right. uh, orientations. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's sort of weird if you do snuggle up there. How about the unnecessary urinal sidle where there's other uh, urinals and you no. go right next to a guy? That is a don't. <laughs> that okay. is a don't. Okay. Uh, uh, what about just telling another man I love you apropos of nothing? Nah, I, I, I've, I, I had a buddy, uh, and I, I'm not bringing the pod down, uh, but a uh, buddy of mine – 
one of my best high school friends. We talked all the time, but we didn't talk for like three months. And uh, I texted his wife. I was like, hey, what's, uh, what's, what's going on with my dude? And she goes, yeah, he kind of had a stroke. I was like, what? Oh, no. Yeah. He's alive and he's coming back. But I was like, I, it, it, like, we didn't talk for like three or four months. And I was like, well, that's never going to happen again. It's so, it's so, no. Tell the man you love him. I see no problem in that. Okay. Not at all. Uh, how about crying and hugging another man? That's no, see no problem with that. Okay. Call me a puss. I don't care. Well, I, that's that's fine. But it, you better have won a championship or something. I mean, like I <laughs> want it to be big, or to have be a very emotional moment. <laughs> how about how about how about grasping another man's face gently in your hands, cheek two cheeks, you know, like like that, and um, staring that- into his eyes. That will come with a punch. <laughs> You're like, that's a bit too close right there. That, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, just wanted to sort of get the ground rules there. Uh, looks like Jim Harbaugh is going to get suspended for four games this season. I don't season. understand what that does. Who, 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 that, that makes no sense. Okay, he's suspended. And then what? He'll be back after four games. Hey, could be worse. Could be the run people- out like Pat Fitzgerald. Do people now understand why USC fans hate everything that happened to them? We got fucked worse than any team in the history of college sports. Uh, I believe the Jim Trestle Ohio State football team just entered the chat. No, no. That team wasn't ravaged by scholarships. No. We got ravaged by scholarships. They just got put on probation. We had like 60 scholarships taken away. Huh. Okay. Well, that was bad. That was a bad one, but there was some rampant cheating going on. It was not no rampant cheating. Really? All all that, not on the football side. Reggie Bush's parents lived in a house owned by, right, owned by a guy who wanted to be Reggie's agent. Uh, By the way, the house is like six hours away from the campus. This had nothing to do with with Reggie Bush's eligibility. Not six hours. I was. I made that up. Well, it's it's forty five minute drive, but it would be six hours at rush hour because L A traffic cannot be believed. No, San San Diego to 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 L A. That's like three hours, right? uh, Yeah, two two and a half plus ish. You know, traffic's bad. There was there was no money changing hands. People do. People always go when you hear USC. They go, oh yeah, they were cheating. They were giving money. No, it was the Reggie Bush house. That was it. Oh, and oh no, and uh, OJ Mayo. OJ Mayo, right. that he they did something, but but all the fuck. all the cheating shit from yesteryear looks quaint now. It's, yeah, that we're in the wild wild west. So yeah. what are you gonna do? All right, you ready to do FTG and put a wrap to today's podcast? We'll get we'll I get will. our boy Glennie uh, on later. Okay, I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, I have a second one, but Jay, you go first. I, I'm just enjoying that Skip Bayless may not work ever again because he can't find anyone who wants to sit across the imagine, desk from him. Can you imagine if they can't find anybody? Yes. I, 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 what, I, don't, he, I don't imagine that. They're, they're going to dangle $3 million in front of some ex-player, and they're going to be like, how can I say no to this? Even though I, I hate just, Skip Bayless. I just love it that, that they're sweating it. I just, <laughs> you know who else uh, is uh, right now uh, 
trying to figure out what they're doing. ESPN Radio does not have a morning show. Which I can't believe. Well, you know what they're going to do. It's going to be that thick bag Craig Carton. No, that's a- no, I think Craig Carton's going elsewhere doing other things. They okay. would have probably uh-huh. hired him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pat McAfee and Craig Carton, that'd have been a great pair. All right, to a Lifetime Achievement Award, Skip Bayless, to him Fuck you that say... Fuck that guy. Here's mine. Justin Doden has come clean. He is a pro golfer on the Canadian Tour, and he admitted to cheating, Jay. It's bad, but he admitted it. How did he cheat? Well, <laughs> on the last hole of the cut-down day at a tour event in Canada, he took the scorecard that was being kept by his marker, his competitor, and changed his score on the last hole from a double bogey to a par to make the cut by a stroke and to fuck 13 other players in the process. Oh, my God. Yes! It wasn't even an artful bit of cheating. It was just brazen and stupid, and the balls on a guy to go, yeah, there's a double, but I'm going to make it a five. Oh, my God. This guy can uh. never, ever play competitive golf again. No, no. It's just insane. Fuck uh. you. No credit for coming clean. Fuck Justin Doden. By the way, I wrote down my seven in my scorecard, all right? Brad, I bet you did. Brad Grzynski didn't throw a club or make Chloe go chase it. Flip it against the bag. It was mild. All right, Jay, what do you got going this weekend? Anything interesting? Uh, no, not actually, no. All right. Nothing. You missed the meetup, greet up in D.C. that I missed as well with Charge coming to town. Charge thinks he's he, Charge okay. thinks you're ducking him. Okay. I'm going to let can him I, bring this up tomorrow on the podcast. No, can, can I tell my... He texted me at like two or one to meet him at, and like, dude, I was like, I, I, I thought, I thought yes, but I'm like, oh shit, no, we had something planned. He did day of. I don't know why he thinks I'm ducking him. I love Paul Charge here. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye bye now. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it, and you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.